the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As many of you know, I am the priest at St. Peter's. No surprise. And I have some very interesting conversations that happen there. For example, sometimes when people want to meet with me for whatever reason, you know, I'll tell them, you know, let's meet at St. Peter's. By the way, these are locals. They say, oh, you know, where is it? Could you, you know, send me the address, things like that. That sort of, you know, gets me kind of surprised, but I give them the benefit of the doubt, you know. Some get it confused with uh, church on Mollison. They don't know the name of St. Michael's Church. Anyway, I'll let things like that go, you know, because it could be innocent. But sometimes people really catch me off guard. They'll say, they'll come up to me and say, hey, are you Father Michael Bazzi? Is that, is that you? And, and I, you know, I look at them and I'm like, how out of touch could you be? You know, I know I look old, I know I have gray hair, I get it, you know? But to make that big of a mistake, I don't know, that just, things like that don't sit well with me. Or for example, people will meet me in the parking lot uh, or see me in the parking lot if I'm walking or whatever and say, oh Abuna, uh, I just wanna know which one the church is. And then I look at them too, I'm like, you know, you, you honestly have three options, you know? And your best bet is, it kind of makes you sad the right answer. But that sort of, you know, catches me off guard. It, it kind of makes you sad, right? Because how out of touch could you possibly be to not know these very fundamental things? And then you have something in a sort of much deeper way. For example, at St. Peter's, I think this year we have around 115, 120 weddings. That statistic of them actually coming back to church is 10%. So 10% of those couples I'll see again. The other 90%, I'll see them whenever there is an occasion or whatever it is. First communion, it's kind of lower. We have an average of around 200 kids. We see around 8 to 10% back. Only. And that sort of sort of getting me to think why. You, what's the purpose of this? Why, how could someone be so out of touch? And we could be out of touch in a much more simple way because everyone here you guys get it you guys understand you're here at church you guys understand the meaning of church the meaning of bringing your children here receiving the qurbana but what happens when for example let's say you do know who i am you do know where saint peter's is you know all of these things why do we sometimes get lazy with prayer why do we sometimes grind our teeth and not want to come to mass these all sort of have a common denominator as to what's going on here and it really shows in this gospel today. Because when we have things going on, we have problems, we have things that we don't quite understand, sometimes we don't know how to deal with it. What happens in this gospel today? So you have Jesus, by the way, in this part of the gospel, he's at the peak of his ministry. This is Matthew 15. So everyone knows about him, everyone's going to him, and we see that in this gospel the blind, the dumb, the maimed, and many others who had problems. They took them and gave them to Jesus. But where did they put them? Matthew does this very intentionally. He says, and they put them at the feet of Jesus. This is big. They have a problem. They have something that they didn't quite understand. So they put their problems at the foot of the cross at the feet of Jesus. They let him, him deal with it. When we have the problem of, you know, I don't know if I should pray. I really don't want to go to mass. I really don't want to associate myself with the church. I'm so out of touch with a lot of things. 
Why do you think this happens? There's something called the savior complex. The savior complex is that I am my own God. I can solve my own problems. I can deal with my own issues. I can be a good father on my own. I can be a good wife on my own. I can be a good and faithful Christian on my own. This is wrong. I'm here to tell you this is a wrong way of thinking about things. Or else God wouldn't have become man. Why even become man? Why even the word taking on flesh? Why would Jesus even have a ministry if we're able to deal with these problems on our own? If we're able to save our families, to save our children, to save ourselves on our own, why? Why do you even need a God if we think we could deal with things on our own? But coming to terms with this is exactly what happens in the gospel today. It begins with humility. It begins with first understanding. I cannot do things on my own. I cannot be good on my own. I cannot be a good and faithful husband to my wife on my own. I need someone greater than me. I cannot be a good and, and vice versa. I cannot be a good and faithful wife on my own. I cannot be a good and faithful priest on my own. I cannot, I can't. If I don't understand that I, I need him in order to do good, if I can't wrap, wrap my head around that, then I'm gonna be in a very dark place. And there have been priests in a very dark place who think that you know, they can do it on their own. You neglect prayer here and there. You just deal with the administrative stuff at church. You sort of go with emotions. And then you get a big reality shock. And that's what happens when we have this idea of me and I, and I can do this on my own. God wakes us up, and he's waking us up today, each and every one of us, to understand how much more we need someone much greater than we are. Because it's fair to say, I can do my part. I'm a human being, God has given me ta talents. Each and every one of us have different talents. Great, they're given to us by God. You could only do so much where you have to say, enough is enough. Now God, it is for you to deal with. I am putting these things at the cross. There is a problem in your life, deal with it as much as you can, but don't think you can save it. You can save that situation. Give it to God. And that's why you guys heard in the St. Paul reading, St. Paul talking about casting out your anxieties, casting out all of these things that worry you, giving it to God, giving it up to God. Because the more we think we can do things on our, on our own, the more he reminds us and the more we become anxious. Why do you think we become anxious with certain problems and situations and I don't know how to deal with this? I mean, part of the problem is thinking, I can do it. I can do it on my own. You can do it insofar as you're a human being and God is working through you. But give the rest to him. We have someone in our lives that is much greater than we are. We have a God that revealed himself to us through Jesus Christ, who gives us life, who walks with us. That's why at the end of this gospel, again, it's not a coincidence. You immediately have the feeding of the 4,000. You immediately have Jesus feeding the people around him. And the reason why this isn't a coincidence, no matter how we walked into church today, maybe we did have the savior complex, I don't know. Maybe we did. But today's a new day. 
And God doesn't sort of leave us hanging once we hit that dead end, when we understand that we need him more than ever. He gives us his body and blood. That's how these two realities are intertwined. We first have the humility to say, look, I can do so much, I'll do as much as I can and give the rest to you. That requires humility. And then it's understanding. At the end of this Mass, we're all going to receive the Qurbana. We're going to receive the body and blood of Jesus in our hearts, who walks with us and who gives us life, who gives us humility, who gives us the enlightenment of our minds to understand that He is with us in our problems. He's the one to deal with these sort of situations. He's the one to bring us back to reality. He's the one to bring us and wake us up when we're sort of living our lives in the motions of, you know, constant, in constant worry, thinking that, you know, we could really do things on our own. Give it to God. God is waiting for us. Let us, during this Mass, brothers and sisters, just like the people in this Gospel today who needed healing, let us gather our troubles, our anxieties, our issues, our maybe laziness in prayer, and leave it at the foot of the cross. Amen.